Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Northern Wind Fantasy Podcast. My name is Zach. I'm Jake. Popping a top over there. And we are the Three Rivers Boys. And we're here today to talk about The Wheel of Time, Season 2. The Wheel of Time has been, you know, in my heart and in my mind lately. I've been rereading the whole series over the last, like, year or so, I guess. Just kind of slowly, at first, just in between other books. But as I get to the kind of crescendo here at the end of the series, I've just been plowing through the last couple of books one after the other i can't help it the last three books are amazing yeah once i got to uh knife of dreams actually the last four it was for me i just couldn't help but just you're right four i miscounted there <laughs> i couldn't remember how many came after like the i read our namesake last night did you yeah the uh heath tower prologue for uh Towers of Midnight. Sick. I will fight till my last breath joins the northern wind. <laughs> Love it. That's where the name comes from, in case you guys uh, didn't realize before. In the first book, too, it also says, like, the story blows in on a northern wind. Right, right, right. Uh, we're not going to talk about the books today, though. Uh, full spoiler warning. I guess we are going to talk about the books a little bit, but mostly we're going to be talking about the show. Uh, but we are going to reference the books to do so. So full warn, full spoiler warning for uh, the whole series. Is it bad that I just want to talk about that Heath Tower chapter for this whole? Episode? Go off, go off on it, man. Just uh... <laughs> I don't think. I'm trying to think how much I can say with, with spoilers. I guess there's nothing really. Well, I just said full spoiler warning. So. Oh, okay. For the whole books. Yeah. Okay. Uh, man, that's so good. It's so good. That guy's kid, <laughs> the commander's son, like gives his task to, you know, the commander would obviously never use his power to like get his kid the good position there, but it just happened to work out that way. And the kid's like, no, nah, screw that. I'm sending a lighter guy who can ride faster. Well, that was actually just his excuse. Uh, the real reason was that that kid's family had like four other sons who had already died in the blight. Uh, so he gave that kid the uh, mission that would probably let him survive so that his family wouldn't have their like whole next son. generation wiped out. Like the, the Sullivans on the one Navy ship, basically. Yeah, good historical reference. Look that up if you guys are interested in uh, a cool World War II story. Yeah, that's the reason siblings can't serve together in the U.S. military anymore. Yeah, what was it? Five sons that were wiped out on uh, one ship at the same time? Yeah, during World War II. Wish I could remember the name of the ship, but I cannot. So, uh, Keemlin is the kid's name. He takes himself... uh, and has a little saving private Ryan moment where he's like, I'll let this uh, last son return home. So good. <laughs> and everything about it, the way the towers communicate with each other, the way these people know this battle is lost, but they have so much zeal still. Uh, it's just like, man, I think I just cry the whole time I read this. <laughs> 
these last four books are so emotional, like all the time, man. It's just to like everything is so built up for you that like the stakes are just so high and the tension is just like I'm like, ugh, ugh, the whole time. I do uh wish more people could appreciate that. That like when you think you're invested after three books, I, I know that there's some slog and wheel of time and you really have to like make yourself read a fourteen book series, but it's worth it though. Like it serves a purpose when you get to the end. It really does make the ending that much better. It's like doing a slow roast barbecue, man. Like when you're smoking a brisket, like after 14 hours, like you pull that thing out. Like when you get to that 14th book, yeah, it's worth it. Robert Jordan is picking, cooking a pig in a hole right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take days. All right. So let's talk about season two of the TV show. That's what we came here to do. Yeah, we got some cool release stuff here from Amazon. Yeah, what do you want to do first? Do you want to talk about uh, the new cast members or these like still photographs? I mean, first I'd like to talk about how Jeff Bezos still hasn't sent us that check for last season. We talked about this show. Yeah, we didn't disparage it on YouTube or on our podcast, so apparently we were supposed to have been paid off and... Still have not received a goddamn dime. <laughs> Where's my money, Jeff? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, so we have Ciara Coveney joining as Elaine Tricand. We got Aula Smart joining as Avienda. Sorry, Avienda. I don't know why I pronounced that so weird the first time. We got... Uh, Mira Seal and gonna... Natasha O'Keefe. Uh, we just found out that Natasha O'Keefe is going to be Lanfear, and I think Mira Seal has been announced as Varen since this article that I'm referencing has been uh, published. You did send me Lanfear, but I don't think you sent me the Varen thing. Yeah. Then we also have Maja Simonson and Raga Ragnars, and they're going to be playing Chiad and Bane. This guy's real name is Raga Ragbrars? No, that's a lady. Oh, oh, okay. That's still a great name. Like They should have just changed the name to that. And then we have uh, Rima T. Wiata. Uh, I feel like I'm getting that one wrong, but he's playing Dane Bornhold. Cool. I looked up the these two ladies. Uh, Raga Ragnars, I believe, is like an Olympic swimmer from one of the the Nordic countries. So that's like right on as a maiden of the spear, like just fucking elite athlete, you know? No, I totally see that. I, I really love the swimmer physique too. I think they always look like how I would want to look if I was in really good shape. <laughs> <laughs> Like they look uh, fast and sleek, and you know all their balancing muscles and stuff are strong. And yeah, so I think like these ladies look like spear sisters. They're gonna pull it off at least, like physically. And like Bane and Chiod aren't like 
super wordy roles. So, I mean, sure. if the, if they're not the best actresses, I guess it's not going to be the end of the world. <laughs> well, she's definitely going to have a hard time pretending to hate water as much as she should. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I feel like they'll pull off the physicality while like doing the stunts and the fight scenes. So I'm excited to see that. Cool. Uh, Natasha O'Keefe looks like she's going to be a great Lanfear. Mira Sial as Varen. Man, I read Varen's like last scene while I was camping around the campfire the other night. Oh yeah, it was like such a great moment. It I is. love doing that. Like after everybody else goes to bed, I sit around and listen to audiobooks around the campfire. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you always sleep in so late. It makes sense now. Yeah, sometimes I fall asleep on in my chair next to the fire, and I have to like wake up and figure out like at what point I fell asleep at. Like, oh geez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see who else do we got. Avienda, man. That's going to be fun. I mean, all these are important characters, right? Uh, it's hard to... There's just so many good named characters in Wheel of Time that... So who do you think Rand makes out with first in the TV show between Elaine and Avienda? Ah... Uh... Elaine we should have met last season if we were going by the book, so it's going to be interesting to see how they... Him and Nynaeve already hooked up, right? No, not Nynaeve. You're talking about Egwene. Egwene, I mean. Sorry. Yeah. But they're Donsky now. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to go... Avienda. She kisses him. I agree, because, like... I feel like the relationship with Elaine is going to be set back a little bit here because they're just meeting at the same time as Avienda. Right. But the Avienda relationship takes a long time to progress to the point where they're like actually honest about their feelings too. They're like very antagonistic at first, I guess. Yeah, they, uh, they have that like enemies to lovers kind of trip mm-hmm, going on. Mm-hmm. I think that's just like a really Aiel kind of courting. <laughs> They're like, I could fuck you up, but I could also fuck you up. Wow, chicka, wow, wow. <laughs> All right. Uh... We also have the recasting of Matt. We have Barney Harris is not coming back, and Donald Finn is going to be the new Matt actor. So that's going to be interesting to see how they handle that. This guy looks a little more like my headcanon Matt. I will say that. Uh, that's interesting. I had the opposite opinion, but I do think he like looks close enough that I'm like not mad about it. Okay. He definitely looks like a Matt. 
I'm very careful with the headcanon thing because I don't exactly remember how they really describe him in the book. I'm pretty bad at that with books. I just like imagine people how I want them to look. <laughs> like he was tall and had brown hair. I'm like short blonde guy. I got it. <laughs> yeah. I have noticed that about you. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. This guy's named Steve. I know a guy named Steve in real life. I'm just going to put. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I imagine him now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what they're going to do with Matt. I'm assuming they'll be in Tarvalin. I mean, that's uh, the real elephant in the room here, huh? Like, it's hard not to be a little upset at that last actor for... Uh, you can't say, like, exactly what happened. I mean, the rumor that we've heard was that it was over the COVID vaccine, but like, I guess that has never been actually substantiated. So who knows what it actually was, but it, I definitely heard people talking about it. Like Rafe, is that his name? The showrunner. Rafe Rafe Judkins. It it just, it sounded like it was a personal choice. Like whatever that choice was, it's not like he like lost a foot in a car accident and couldn't act anymore. You know what I mean? Like true, true. Uh, but I mean, regardless, whatever. Uh, it messed up the first season, and that was upsetting. Uh, I hope they can figure out how to write around that. And I'm, I'm definitely that's the most important thing to me about season two is how they're gonna save Matt because he's my favorite character in the books, probably. Right? I mean, I know you love Perrin, but no, I like Matt better than Perrin. I think. Okay. It's probably a tie between Matt and Rand for me. I feel like you can't pick the main character as your favorite character. Like you can't. I'm not say afraid it. to do that. I mean, it's the main character for the reason. He's a cool character. It's just not fun though. <laughs> if other characters were as cool as the main character, then they would be the main character. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh what were we talking about? Oh yeah. Uh, Tarvalin, I think is going to play like a major role in this season. It seems like a lot of our characters are going to be in Tarvalin. I expect Matt to be there. Cause I just don't know where else he can be. He's right. Still, like sick from this dagger. Uh, it seems like he has to head back there. And I've seen, so this is a good, I guess, transition to talk about these photos that have been released just like mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks. And the Let one that I was up. about to talk about, let's see. Hmm, it's not even in this one, but it's got uh, Perrin's eyes. Is that what you're going to bring up? No, it's a, it's a shot of... Nynaeve and Elaine and Egwene all in white tower garb in their novice slash accepted dresses like holding lanterns. So I'm assuming that a lot of this season is going to focus on them like with their novice arc, like going through classes and then like getting bamboozled by... uh. What's her name? 
the terrible oh, yeah the, the red <laughs> the red sister Le- leandrin leandrin that's it yeah good save uh so they're gonna be in Torvalon for a good chunk i imagine they might even interact with matt a little maybe we'll see elaine's brothers in Torvalon. we might get that cool scene with matt fighting them in the courtyard with the quarterstaff maybe they can throw that in i definitely uh I know I complained about some of the costumes and sets last year, but Tarvalon was one of the cooler uh, sets. So I, I hope they keep that going and turn it up to 11. You know, I'm, I'm excited to see more Tarvalon. This would be kind of a good opportunity to condense a little bit of the dagger story, maybe. Like, there, Matt has to, like, go to Tarvalon to get healed twice. So maybe they can just like do that all right now and not make him come back here after Falma. I mean, that would make sense to me. And then he goes to Falma somehow and ends up blowing the horn still. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Anyhow, uh, let's talk some more about these pictures. I got the first one pulled up here of Perrin and this Isidai woman who... I can't tell. Is that Avienda's actress? Yeah, that's Avienda. That's not a nice to die. Oh, I, I meant uh, Aiel. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Aiel. That looks like Avienda to <clears throat> me. And I think those are Sean Chan people. In, like, behind them? Yeah. It almost looks like the... Look how, so big, it... that, look how big that hand is next to that dude. Is that an Ogier? Yeah, it might be. I mean, they have Ogier soldiers in the Shanchan Empire. Like, look how big that dude is. Or you know what? Is that Loyal? It almost looks like he has armor on it. Look at Loyal's costume in this next picture, though. It's, like, silvery. Okay. Because we see this picture of Loyal with, like, some Shanchan ladies. It could be. And uh, a Shamael. I think that outfit looks a little different, but... Loyal's still looking pretty corny. I like Loyal, dude. I liked the performance, but that is not what I thought a fucking Ogier would look like. Well, it is what they look like in this adaptation, so, like... (laughs) I mean... What a cop-out thing to say. Don't you think the Ogier art, like, if for the main series, looks a little corny, too? I mean, I don't know. The Ogier from what? Like, the Ogier art for the actual book series looks kind of corny, too. It's just, like, yeah, a dude with, like, pointy ears and thick eyebrows. <laughs> like crazy long eyebrows. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I guess my biggest thing is he's not big enough, but I suppose I also don't want just, like, a CG character or something. I'd rather they have him like this than a CG character. Yeah, 100%. totally. So, I mean, I'll take what I can get. Okay, so we're on this Sean Chan picture now. What do uh, we think that Loyal is doing with the fucking Sean Chan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, How did that happen? That's a major departure from anything in the books. I mean, that's definitely him, right? It sure looks like him. I mean, I can't see his face super clearly, but... I got it pulled up pretty big right here. It looks like him to me. 
I'm like 95% confident that's him. Look at his feet in that picture. Look at them big old toes. Yeah, I mean, he looks pretty huge. I suppose he's, he's not like 14 feet it's tall. It's like the force perspective thing. Uh, Do you think this costuming is like supposed to represent the high blood? Like, is this Suroth here? Oh, for sure. This is... Well, she's got the long nails. Mm-hmm. The weird hair. Like the veil thing. This veil thing is awesome. She looks super scary. This is different than what was described in the books, but it's still pretty elaborate, so I wonder it feels where efficiently foreign. Yeah, yeah. No, they look cool. And what's the Shamael doing just it, like chilling with them? You can really tell the layers too. Like they really talk about how fashion and stuff is like rank structure basically in Sean Chan. So you can, you can obviously see that this woman on the right outranks the woman on the left, right? Like her dress has more folds. Her fingernails are longer. Her hair is more elaborate. She has more brass thingies on her face. Like, Does this lady, uh, to the left in the picture here, have the side of her head shaved? She does. So they are keeping that. She sure does, huh? Good pick, good, good pick up there. Now, but, our, se- but it seems like the lower ranking one has her the side of her head shaved in this thing here, though. Well, I mean, it's hard to go tell what's going on with her hair. I don't even know if that's her hair poking up out of that thing. That's true. That could be like part of the headpiece. I don't know. She might take that off and have her whole fucking head shaved. Yeah. What about the soldiers? The the helmets look kind of cool and insect-like. Yeah, you think those are the Shan Chan soldiers? Absolutely. I mean... I well, we, we were just saying the guy in the last picture might be Shan Chan, but that's a definitely a different armor, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but the, the color scheme is the same, like this like maroon and blue. Yeah, I think they look cool. I'm interested to see more about them. All right, let's click next here. We got Egwene in white. Uh, not much to say about this one, I guess. Obviously, like there's some Aes Sedai ceremony or something going on here, it looks to me. I mean, this might even be in her room. I mean, she looks like she's wearing a shift. So I would she... assume this is like. Yeah. I don't have much to say about that one. Maybe in her, her uh, novice quarters at the tower. I'm kind of just pulling, pulling out of my ass on this. I don't know. It looks like she's in a cave almost. I, I don't know. Next, we have Moraine in this really cool dress. I'm digging this, man. She looks like a fucking samurai or something. Yeah, this is neat. That's a cool costume. She's got the uh, jewel on her forehead, so book fans will be all hyped about that. We didn't get a whole lot of that in season one, I don't think. I can't tell where she's at, but it looks like maybe some sort of river town or something. It's giving me like... looks like a big city. It's giving me some kind of dock vibes. Cheer, yeah. uh, maybe. Maybe Falma. I'm into that. Man, I love that dress. That thing looks cool. Okay, next. Got... Matt. Looking sick. Is that... That's the new actor? He looks way different there. That's, uh, that's Donald Finn, yeah. 
I can't tell where he is based on this picture. It looks like a pretty elaborately carved chair, so somewhere fancy, but this costuming looks good too. Like I like how this shirt looks worn. The fabric looks like rough Freed. rough spun, you know. Yeah. Looks a little dirty. He does look like he's been going through some shit. Next we got Lan. Oh, that's a pretty horse. Mandarb. It's good to see Mandarb looking fit. Oh, he looks pretty cool in all black. Man, Lynn is so fucking cool. I will literally fight you if you don't think the show version of Lynn is cool. Yeah, I I have probably... I don't want to say the least to complain about. I definitely like Lynn. I love this actor. I believe his name is Daniel Henney. Correct. Uh... He's been cool so far. Yeah, this is just Lan riding his horse in the woods. I don't know if there's much we can say about this beyond that. I mean, all these shots are probably intentionally vague. So oh, we don't, we are we don't see Lan and Maureen together. I guess before we move on, I'd say we don't see Lan and Maureen together. So they're still split up like they were right. at the end of last season, right? That's right. So that's probably worth pointing out. And yeah, uh, looks like this is Egwene in the kitchen doing some novice chores. Yeah, and uh, possibly this woman who runs the kitchen turns out to be a pretty important character later on. But uh, Lars, yeah, she pops up over and over again as a. Uh, Pretty helpful character to both Egwene and Swan Sanche. Yeah. So that's cool. I hope we get into that meat a little bit. See what I did there? Talk about meat. We're in <laughs> excellent. Excellent, Jake. Oh, here's this next picture of Ram. I don't think I saw this one yet. No, this is cool. So this looks like he is in Shinar, I think. Yeah, where's those banners from, dude? I think that's the sigil of Shinar behind him on this wall. He's got a sword. Hmm. Yeah, he's got a Tam's hair and Mark blade on his back. He looks like he's kind of traveling incognito. I think this is the same location that we ended season one on. This is uh, Faldara, if I had to guess, right? Yeah. So he's coming back through the gate here, having done whatever he wanted to in the blight, maybe? I don't know. That makes sense. It didn't seem like he was just going to turn around and come back the same way he came. That is a handsome man. Look how handsome this guy is. Yeah, look at that jawline. I'm looking at them lips. I'm going to kiss him right on the mouth. <laughs> Jake's having thoughts over here. <laughs> Uh, that's the last picture, right? Yeah, that's all we got. Okay, so having browsed through those pictures, and let's pause the recording here for a second. I think there might actually be a YouTube clip, too. Cool. Okay, so uh, there is a YouTube clip, uh, Wheel of Time Season 2 Sneak Peek. Uh, Jake and I are going to take a minute and watch that. And then we're going to get back to you and share our thoughts. Okay, we're back. We watched it. Let's talk about it. Whoa, there's a lot going on there. 
Yeah, tell me what you saw. Oh, I gotta like process it for a little bit. There's a lot of like little clippy clips they do real fast. So Moraine is doing like a bit of a voiceover, and she seems to have found out that a they did not kill the Dark One, and b it was just a Shamael, and he's not a c he's not even dead, and d there are more forsaken to worry about, and he's gonna go around gathering them up. Yeah, we see a lot of Sean Chan stuff. So they're going to be a big part of this next season. And yeah. we're seeing some more elaborate Sean Chan armor. And I'm seeing... Lots of different types of Sean Chan armor. Yeah. Sean Chan armor, it seems. I saw Tuoth doing some hand signals. Like, it looked like she was, like, saying, execute this guy or something like that with some fingernail movements. Uh, I saw Loyal tied up. Yeah, it seems like Lil is captured by the Sean Chan somehow. Yeah. So I guess that might explain what he's doing with them. Who's that girl covered in blood? I don't know what that is. Is that one of the Forsaken or something? Possibly. That would be a good explanation, but I'm not sure why she would be covered in blood. Could be a lot of reasons, I guess. Man, Might just, just gonna... be some freaky Forsaken shit. I don't know. I'm just going to watch this again on mute and just see what pops out to me. Dude. Um, no mention of the horn. No, which that would be kind of a bummer if we. There has to be. They're calling it the hunt for the horn. Like they're promoting it in, on Twitter and stuff. Like, Okay. So I feel like the horn's going to be involved. And if they're having the Sean Chan be a major player, it seems like they're going to do Falma. So it almost looks like now that I watched that again, it almost looks like Ishamael releases somebody and it, it just by the outfits, it looks like that's his hand reaching towards that bloody girl. So it's like, I would say that's got to be a Forsaken. Are we expecting all the Forsaken to be in the show? Probably not. Even if they are all in it, they can't all like get re- like reasonable amounts of screen time, right? Probably not. So here I paused it again, and this is a shot of a bunch of Sean Chan people outside of the same city that Rand was standing outside of because the banners match up. So that's Rand going to tear, I guess. Or wait, no, I'm sorry. There's Sean Chan. Well, the Sean Chan wouldn't be a tear. It wouldn't be a tear yet. So where is Falma is the first place they show up. That's like that's gotta be the Sean Chan. If you go to like thirty eight seconds, it's like Whoa, look at this crazy looking dude. Uh I might have misidentified the uh the banner there. Let me see. I'm not very good with the sigils and Wheel of time. Uh, yeah, then we get some Matt. There's Loyal tied up, some more Moraine. What is Rand doing tied up to this thing? I don't understand that either. Tied to the wheel? I don't know. It could be some kind of vision. Oh, that would kind of make sense, huh? That is a hard metaphor. Bunch of... We see the Forsaken a lot in this trailer. That one guy. What's his name? Um, Just said it. 
A Shamael. A Shamael. Yeah. Yeah, cool trailer. I mean, definitely some cool scenes out of here. We got uh Swan Shanche coming out of like her carriage looking really cool. Uh definitely some big battle scenes. The white cloaks are riding in. I mean, it's hard to pull much out of this unless you really go frame by frame, but it's cool. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm getting hyped, man. I'm expecting more of a trailer here pretty soon. Yeah, I would say we see one get dropped in the next month or so. We're about two months out right now, so. Yeah. Uh, There's a press junket this week, I think. It seems to be like that's how they do it. They're like, release some pictures, release a little clip, release the first trailer, (laughs) release a second longer trailer. Yeah, that's basically the pattern. All right. uh, I think we probably got a show here, so. I don't really have anything else to add. No. Uh, I'm just trying to be hopefully optimistic. I was not stoked after last season. so It seems like they've really taken their time with this season, so I'm more optimistic than I was. This trailer looks better than the first stuff we saw. like Just the fight scenes and stuff, the battles, it looks, it looks more populated. Like I think the costumes do look a little better, so I am hopeful. Yeah. Let's uh, keep our fingers crossed and see what the future brings. And in the meantime, you should read all 14 books of Wheel of Sorrow. Again. <laughs> all right. Uh, this has been the Northern Wind Fantasy Podcast. We are the Three Rivers Boys. Follow us on Twitter at Three Rivers Boys. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And we'll see you around, guys. Thanks. Read more books. Read more books. Read more books.